Hey everyone, uh, this is Dylan from Straight Movies. Um, I am doing this instead of our traditional opening for our episodes because we're at the level of fame now where we've made some mistakes in the past and we have to apologize for them. Uh, Kirk isn't here with me, um, but I am speaking on his behalf whenever I apologize um, to the great country of the United Kingdom. Um, if you listened to our last week's episode where we talked about hot fuzz, we made a lot of generalizations about England, and um, our British listeners have reached out to us, even though I explicitly said not to do that um, with some mistakes that we had. So I'd like to apologize for making England sound cool. Um, I'd like to apologize for making England sound like a comedy haven. I'd like to apologize for making England sound like a country that has no problems, because it does. I'm so sorry to the United Kingdom, to Ireland, Northern Ireland, Wales, the Isle of Man, the Channel, the Queen, Rita Ora, Spice Girls, um, who else? Anony from Antony and the Johnsons, the Arctic Monkeys. Um, I, I'd like to apologize to Emma Thompson, to the cast of Love Actually, but specifically, um, what's his face, uh, who was Watson on Sherlock Holmes. He was so cute with little tushy. Um, so to England, to everyone who reached out to us from England, to all of our fans, thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out and correcting us on our mistakes. Um, we here at Straight Movies, we humbly apologize. We hope you accept our apology. And if you are hurt by it, please go visit your doctor through your government subsidized health care. Thank you. And out came talk. 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 <laughs> Dylan Garcia here again. Um, I realized I forgot Scotland whenever I was listing all the countries. Um, please don't get mad at the Scotland. I'm so sorry, Shirley Manson. And um, I'm not doing this again. If we ever talk shit about England, good. England sucks. And out came talk. Talk. quiet today we've been defeated this movie defeated us yeah and my tummy hurts your tummy hurts Kirk's tummy. i'm rubbing it though i'm over here oh thanks dylan oh, no problem i'll nice. get you some uh vicks vapor rub you know that doesn't do anything it just makes you feel better really it feels it feels like you're healing you know whenever you put that shit on your chest and you're just like Ooh. but it doesn't work it's just all it's all oh, that's like head. allergy shit or whatever it's supposed to like clear up your sinuses like it's not gonna help your tummy that's so true just rub but, it on my tummy though just, yeah uh, Put it on my dick so that my belly button can sniff it. <laughs> and just slap just slap it. Slather it. Slather it. <laughs> Could you imagine I'm cutting all of this out. Could yeah. you imagine like using Vicks as like lube? Oh <laughs> ow. <laughs> ow, that'd be cool. I'm though. so sick and infected <laughs> with where I live. <laughs> Flyleaf, okay, they're incredible. <laughs> yeah, her scream rattles me. I'm so sick. Um, Flyleaf, incredible. They have three great songs. I mean, look, if you're like a like secret Christian band, I need to find that TikTok. Alex and Ziz sent that to me. The it's all the it's like all those secret Christian emo bands. Loki slap. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, say us in. Yeah, under oath. Oh, under oath. Oh, under oath. Bitch. Under oath. Yes, please. Did you just say under oath? Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. Norma Jean? Norma Jean. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> I mean, everyone on Twitter is Christian now, so. <laughs> that's... I know. It's the thing. Ethel it's... Kane's influence. Look at her. <laughs> Look. Listen to Ethel Kane. Listen to liturgy. That's real Christianity, baby. So true, bestie. <laughs> but, I mean, think about it. What's more boring, boring than being an atheist and thinking that's the most interesting thing about you? 
honestly got it's like, just, I can't think of anything worse. It's, uh, it's like people who are like really into like smoking weed. Like uh, this is all sounds like shit from like 2005, but like for real though, like it never stopped. But like it never did. It never Especially did. It never with went Ronnie's away. Crew. Oh god! Like it's like the atheists that like love Ricky Gervais. It's like, oh god, Ricky Gervais. Shut up. That's awful. Stop. Welcome to Straight People Movies. <laughs> it's a podcast where we two gays we get together. We watch a movie made for straight people, and we ask the question. I am Groot. <laughs> and after this week, I think we've answered the question. It's I am yeah. Groot. And we're yeah. not going to continue the podcast anymore. This is no, the last episode. Yeah, it's the last episode. Sorry, y'all. Uh, bye. We, we've been broken. <laughs> this is, it's a nightmare. Hellscape. Hell world. It's terrible. Dark, it's dark outside already. It was this movie. <laughs> Second half star of the year on Letterboxd. After last night in Soho. Oh. Half a star. Half a star. Nothing redeemable in this movie. The half stars for Glenn Close. I can't not not agree with that. (laughs) Um, It's just such an innocuous movie that, like, I don't even know what to rate it. Can I rate it, like, no. My name is Dylan Garcia. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is this is chaotic. My name is Kirk Van Sickle. Hi. Hi. And we watched this week fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I say that with I say that with uh, trepidation and like like I'm exhausted. I, giving not leaving out the fact that I was the one who chose this movie and made Kirk watch it. I am um, literally <laughs> sick right now. I am sick. <laughs> You're so sick. Infected, Infected with. with. No, literally like I I yeah I don't feel great right now and it's I think I've overdosed on straightness. But do you feel Groot? I feel so Groot. <laughs> it's giving Groot. It's giving Groot. <laughs> um, I'm giving Groot. Um, yeah. What a hell world. God, what a piece of shit movie this is. I can't believe that I saw this in theaters seven Same. years ago. And I thought it was like okay. Like I was like, oh, that was fun. Oh, it's fine. It was fine. Um, oh look, God. people change over seven years. Um, we learn, we live, we laugh, we love, and we know that this is... People say that Eternals is the worst Marvel movie. I mean, it's this, bitch. It's, I mean, it's probably like Thor, The Dark World, which I have been a defender of, but I also have left out the fact that I fell asleep in it. Um, <laughs> You're like, it's such a good night-night music. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thor, The Dark World is ASMR. It yeah, is. I just like, it lulled me right to sleep. Whenever um, they're on the boat or whatever. Girl, I haven't seen it. It's Kaz as, as our As our listeners know, I don't know a Marvel. I've never met a Marvel. I don't I'm not familiar with is. her work. I'm, I'm not familiar with her work. Well, <laughs> let's, let's just get, let's dive right into it. Let's do that. Let's do that intro, baby. Roll that beautiful intro okay. footage. Okay. So today we're discussing the film Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. The 2014 MCU space opera directed by James Gunn and starring everyone's favorite person right now, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Lee Pace, who's Ugh. unfortunately not hot in this. And it was honestly an affront to my senses. Uh, <laughs> Dave Bautista, Bradley Cooper as a raccoon and Vin Diesel as a tree. <laughs> this is our second Dave Bautista movie in three weeks. What else was he in? Blade Runner 2049. Oh, he had the yeah. tiny glasses. Oh, he grew yeah. Garlic. He was kind of serving. Oh, he was serving. Dave he was rules. Like, he was like giving... It was like giving Matrix Reloaded vibes, mm-hmm. but with yeah. more texture. A little bit more texture. His sweater, I feel like I could touch it. Um, <laughs> and the plot of this film, you know, and we, there's a lot going on here, everyone. So we, we had to condense it into one sentence. Basically, <sighs> a band of lovable misfits do space stuff and it's all soundtracked by the most basic 70s music you can think of. Girl, it's not great. And I think the thing is about this movie is that you can't deny it had influence because mm-hmm. when it came out, everyone was like, oh my God, the kitschy soundtrack. Oh, it's like a little offbeat. Oh, it's a little like different. She's but now not like everything does this now. And this mm-hmm. is like the blueprint, I guess. And it comes across so dated and not funny and not engaging. And it's just so try hard. It's so try hard. 
And it's, like, not fun to watch. Like, I literally didn't pause it when I got up to pee. <laughs> yeah, while it's... I was watching the movie. It's not great. It is uh, not, a, not a great film. It's uh, a non-movie. That's how I feel about all these movies. I'm sorry, everyone listening that likes Marvel. These are yeah. non-movies. These aren't... They feel like overlong episodes of a TV show. Or, like, or actually, it feels more like a season of a TV show condensed into two hours. Well, they all aren't fucking... They all are. They all are TV shows because it's all like one big fucking story. It's all the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's all the Infinity Saga, which this is right in the middle of. Also, I'm looking at the... Uh, I'm going through the, the Infinity Saga starting from the beginning on Wikipedia. Um, John Favreau did the first one, la la la. You know who wrote Iron Man 2? Who? Justin Theroux. What? Yes. He's the sole credited screenwriter of Iron Man 2, widely okay. considered the worst. Okay. Okay. Yo, okay, Justin. Get your money. Get your money. Okay, Justin. Look, I mean, that probably gave him the money that he was able to, you know, do the leftovers with. Yeah, there you go. You know. Thank you. Sometimes we all have to make little sacrifices here and there. Yeah, like they're all all the the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe phase one, if you might say so, is all cute. Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man two, la la la, and then the Avengers comes out, and people are like, "Oh fuck!" Joss Whedon did it again. She served. Never then, saw it. It's it's good. I like the Avengers. But it's how a long little, has it been since you've seen it? Uh, May fourth, twenty twelve. It's like on Letterboxd. I was like doing some snooping. And mm-hmm. I noticed that people, when the movies come out, like praise them, and then on rewatches, the star ratings always seem to go down on like all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they're all not great. Uh, well, then, so that's like they're like cute camp fun, and the second is where they try to like make it a little darker. Oh, like the first one is Iron Man three, and that's Shane Black, and it's a Shane Black movie, Christmas. Kids. I kind of want to watch it just because I love him so much. He's so great. It, I mean, you'd like it. It's fun. Then it's Thor: The Dark World, but then. The turning point is Captain America Winter Soldier. And now some people are like, oh, fuck, bitch. They're making the parallax view. Oh, fuck. They're Which, making Clute. So, wait, sorry. So, like, you need to. So, for, for the the view, the listeners out there Yours, that might not yeah. know anything about Marvel. Me. Mm-hmm. You. I'm, that's me. That's you. What? Which? Sorry. Captain America. Which Cap- movie is this one? Is it two? It's the second Captain America so one. So one in the, phase one, and he had another one in phase two. Yes, and then he had one in phase three as well. So number two is in phase two, and this is the one done by Anthony and Joe Russo, who are the people who ended up doing the later Avengers movies because Age of Ultron sucked. Everyone hates it. Uh, but Captain America Winter Soldier, they're like, they're playing with genre. This is a psychological thriller from the 70s. It's paranoia. Whenever oh, it's, it's like actually Tinker just... Taylor Soldier Spy shit. Yes, it's Tinker okay. Taylor Soldier Spy. Uh, phase three is where they get a little more mystical. That's Doctor Strange. That's Guardians of the Galaxy two. That's Thor Ragnarok, which is the one that are um, fan of the pod. Chris and Stephanie love that one. They made me watch it. It's very good. Okay, I liked it. Kate Blanchett's in it. And then Black Panther. That's when they got all the Oscar nominations. Right. Finally, and the then fans get Captain somewhere. Marvel. Everyone hates it. Ant Man of the Wasp. Everyone forgot about it. And then the Avengers movies, the last ones, and they're like twelve hours long. Um. So wait. So where does Guardians of the Galaxy like fit into all of this? This like, is actually smack dab in the middle. It's interesting because it's like it literally is like the middle movie of. Would this. you consider it a turning point film? I would consider it a turning point film. Okay. Because it introduces a new tone to it, and also like it takes it. I mean, I guess Thor well, is because like, it's in space too, and all the other yeah. ones are set on Earth, right? Thor is on Asgard or whatever, but like basically, but like Natalie Portman's there and like there's earthlingness or whatever. Guardians is exclusively not counting the first opening scene in space. Right. And I think that it becomes very apparent right away when you're watching this movie that it's really trying super duper hard to be Star Wars. Yes. And it looks like Star Wars. Failing miserably at it. It. Look, okay, the thing is, when I was watching this now, I was like, I couldn't help but compare it to Dune. And I was like, oh, Dune is like, Dune whips so much ass because Dune is able to like explain such a way more complicated plot with using way less exposition while this movie is exclusively exposition. exposition. Yeah, it's all exposition dumping and then jabs at some sort of sense of humor that I don't quite understand. And then, and then like shootouts that are nonsensical and badly edited. Yeah. Um, 
please do not come for me, anyone. I do not care if we make it anything wrong. I don't understand how he has so many references to Earth whenever he was, like, kidnapped and he was, like, 11. <laughs> right. I don't yeah, like, get it. It's like, how does he... Well, like, Footloose, what year did that come out? Footloose? I'm about, uh, to, I'm about to fact check this Let's film. do some fact check. That scene okay, was so fucking annoying. But it's like, so he remembers a movie that he watched when he was, like, six really well? Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I agree. Kidnapped at 11, all you know is space life and, like, being a ravager. And you, like, still have this, like, connection. Like, I feel like his only connection should be the mixtape, right? That's because it. Yeah. that's really all he has to keep re-remembering his youth. Mm-hmm. I just, well, like, every character in this movie is such a, like stock character mm-hmm. and it's like they have the most like boring arcs and everything is just so there's there's no sense of like danger like real danger in this no. movie there's no sense of like there's no stakes i guess like to use theater yeah. terms here there feels <laughs> like there's no stakes in this movie which makes it a slog to get through it just you mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen nothing feels dangerous nothing feels exciting also i feel like one of the things that really bothers me about marvel movies is there's so much collateral in Mm -hmm. these movies like so many people perish in this universe and it feels so like arbitrary yeah and it's like then how am i supposed to give a shit if this fucking whatever xandar place is gonna get blown up or destroyed when like basically half of the main city did and you didn't they're like you saved xandar i'm like what about all the people that just died just right now? You know, yeah. it's like, at least in Star Wars, it's like, first off, all the people that die in it are like the clones. So it's like, you don't, you mm-hmm. automatically, you're not supposed to care. But it's like when someone dies in Star Wars, like a character or like a planet, like you feel that. Oh, Like you're like, oh my yes. God, this is like intense. So even though Star Wars is like still a fun, fluffy movie, George Lucas and the other directors of the series do a really good job of making you feel like you're immersed in the world and that you care about the politics and you care mm-hmm. about what's going on. And in this, it's like just throws you into it. And you, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's my rant. I just, yeah. I mean, there's look. nothing about this movie feels, it didn't make me feel anything. It's well, just, it's also like the thing is it's this, it's very CGI heavy because it's in space, whatever. Yeah. Nothing feels tactile. Nothing feels real. Everything feels like a cartoon and just like, that's why, that's why Dune is so good because everything like everything feels that you cannot tell where the CGI is. Even right. and I think whenever fucking important. levitating like Peter Sarsgaard or Stellan Sarsgaard, like you're like, oh, that's real. Like they fucking have him up on wires, or whatever. Right, and I think that like a mix of practical effects and CGI is always the way to go in these cases. And I think my other thing is I'm not I'm not against CGI. There's artists out there that really like you, you talked about before on the pod, but like Andrew Thomas Wang who does like. Bjork's music videos and FK Twix's mm-hmm. music videos. There's like a way to make CGI beautiful. So that's what bothers me about the art direction in these movies is like you have the opportunity to like make whatever yeah. with CGI and they just make the ugliest, brownest, grayest things come to oh. life. It's like, why? Well, I think, okay, that's where like, I think we can kind of pivot to James Gunn. That's people like credit this as this like vision of directorial feet. Where, mama? I know everyone on Letterboxd has reading reviews. They're like, it's so colorful. It's so quirky. It's like, wh- what? Like, <laughs> it just looks like any other action yes. sci-fi spectacle. Yeah. And like it even like, I guess in context with the rest of the Marvel movies that have been out at this point, like the rest of them are very like earth centric and kind of s- smaller, but even like Thor is like weird and vibrant and like Kenneth Branagh didn't, you know, Kenneth Branagh is like a psycho and he like makes everything look weird as shit. And like that has like rainbow visuals and it's very colorful too. Marvel's Avengers. Oh, I said look at the Marvel's Avengers. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Um, even that has like a lot of like comics pop to it. It's very primary colors. There's a lot of like, and the aliens in that are very fantastical. Like this is just like fucking nothing. Right. There's nothing to it. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't see the like appeal to the movie at all. Well, it's because uh, like Star Lord all... says, Star Lord says, "bitch." Yeah, and he says it's Hell. that. It's like the irreverence of it, and I think because it's like it is Star Wars regurgitated. So I think it's like it's such a familiar story 
I think that like audiences like kind of just fill in the gaps, you mm-hmm. know, and I think they like that comfort. I I, I suppose. Well, um, and like I think it's Star Wars both in sort of like tone and not tone, but like in story, but also in like it. I it feels like what your memory of Star Wars is, right? Of like seeing it as a kid, where it's just like, oh, there's a bunch of fucking colors and aliens and shit talking to each other. Uh, and I think if I'm going to get any credit or anything like that, I guess I'll give it that where it's like, it feels, it does capture the nostalgia of like the eighties, not of like the eighties itself, but like the existing in like the eighties, the big budget, like genre movies that were like yeah. big at the time, like Indiana Jones or like feels very like, Indiana Jones. I mean, it is very like that opening sequence with star Lord, like fucking dancing through the fucking gray planet. God, I hated that. It was awful. Um, and he's doing the, like the kind of like not swap, but like he's doing the thing where he takes the, the shrine or whatever. And then people come after him. Right. It's very referential to just, yeah. TV yeah. Spielberg, it's just star so Wars. sad that this is like a space movie and nothing about the movie feels like immersive Mm-mm. at all. Um, it just doesn't give you any time to appreciate if there were beautiful visuals, they, they, it, the movie doesn't give you enough time to appreciate them, mm-hmm. which I think is something that's missing from modern blockbusters. When you look at like older ones is you get really a chance to like soak in the atmosphere when you watch like Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, yeah. like you really get to take it all in. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that just really does come from like real locations, mm-hmm. like real sets, like real yeah. props, real yeah. things, you know, yeah. it's like that texture, that tactile nature you're talking about. It's like, I think movies need that. Um, yeah. Or you Look, just whenever two like fifths of your main it. characters are cartoons, I like, know. What's the point, girl? I know, and I I have to say that I think Bradley Cooper's performance as that raccoon may be like one of the, like the unfunniest like things ever. And the movie full of unfunny stuff. I know. It's like I'd say that that is to me the worst part of the movie. Yeah. Is like him. The only person in this movie I liked was Yondu. Was the, the guy? Bitch. Was that the guy from uh, Walking Dead? Yes. Yeah, I liked him. Okay, he's fun. I just, I think what they did to Lee Pace is like not okay. Unforgivable. Um, unforgivable. Lee How Pace dare is... you make my man look like that? Also, his character is nonsensical. Makes one no of the sense. worst villains. One of the worst villains I can think of ever. Just boring. Poor Karen Gillian. I like, know. Just shouting her way through the movie. Um, Although at the end, whenever she's kind of like Suspiria mirror room and she's like bending herself back, serve. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Zoe Saldana too. It's just like, she plays the same character in like everything Mm -hmm. I've decided. Um, She has real polyamory hair in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't. (laughs) Just like their shitty roots. Uh, yeah, she's... F- okay, there's that thing... Actually, we'll get into it later. Uh, yeah, nobody is likable in this movie. And I think that's kind of like the thing that's going forward. It's like, it's a big band of misfits. And we're just going to be a fucking bitches. And it's just like, I don't want to root for anyone. I root for zero people in this movie. Yeah, it's like... Root not- for Lee Pace's big-ass hammer. That's awesome. Right. It's not like I wanted the movie to be longer, but I will say that they don't <laughs> spend enough time like building their relationships for me to care enough. No. Um, it's like it's like really incredible when you do I know I keep bringing up Star Wars and I'm sorry but it's just like it's really incredible when you think about how little time it took for us to really care for the three leads in Star Wars and to build those relationships up it's just and I also, think it's not just the writing because it's not like George Lucas is like the greatest writer on the planet I think no. it was the actors like I think that when you got Carrie Fisher Once in a Mark Hamill and and Harrison Ford together. It's just going to be fireworks. And I like, I, I don't want to shit on all the actors in this movie. Cause like, like you said, like I like Dave Bautista. Okay. in this, I think he's funny. And Chris Pratt is kind, kind of charming in it. Um, mm-hmm. but like overall it just doesn't, it's the cartoons. It's the cartoons. It's fucking cartoons. It's cartoon you shit. You can't have chemistry with nothing. Yeah. It's all fucking, it's, <sighs> yeah, it's, it's bad. Not good. It's just not good. It's not good. Let's, you brought up the pry of the moment. Yeah. Public enemy number one, Chris Pratt right now. Yeah. I mean, he sucks. <laughs> Not, he suck. I mean, and he's I, fine. And the but thing like is, as a person, he sucks. I don't want to say that people are like too hard on him because it's like fuck celebrities, but I mm-hmm. will say that people act surprised that someone like Chris Pratt would do well in Hollywood when it's like mm-hmm. people forget that like, yes, these are all artists quote unquote, but mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, like I feel like a lot of actors kind of are just like, basic and are just like really regular people. Yeah. Uh, it's a job. Charming. Yeah. 
like they just have charm and it's like there's a lot of Chris Pratt's in the world like I grew up with Chris Pratt's you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's like not that surprising that he's like this I think that's what throws people off is they're just like wow he's like such like a douchebag and I'm like well yeah I mean what do you think all celebrities are just great nice people yeah no that no. know how to talk about women okay no yeah no look on this on this podcast we have pro on a Ferris yeah, we I are mean, pro- on a Ferris podcast. She deserves Legend. this career. Yes. Um, I recommended Smiley Face for the Pineapple Express episode. Everyone should we watch it. Sc- She's scary movie three, scary movie three, scary movie two, scary movie one. House um, Bunny. House Bunny. She's brilliant. She's great. She's even great in her. like small roles. Like I love her in like Lost in Translation. Uh, yes. Brokeback you know? Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nuts. I always forget she's in that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it just, it's unfortunate. Um, he was also way hotter when he was fat. Yes, Um, he was. I thought I was going to say it, but correct. No, yeah. He was way hotter as Andy in Parks and Rec. Oh my God. Way hotter. And I remember when he like bulked up, it was like a, it was like kind of a moment culturally. Everyone's Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, Andy from Parks and Rec is like hot. And I'm like, Um, what are y'all talking about? Like, I was like ready to worship like season one. Oh, it was dangerous. It, it was, was dangerous. dangerous. It was, yeah. And then he became VHL. like skinty and ugh, ugh, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. We it's should keep bullying him. Unfortunate. I kind of want to live in the universe where Glenn Howerton got <laughs> Star Lord. Because wait, what? Oh, do you not know about this? Was he the other? Yes, he was the other choice to play Star Lord. Like, imagine yes. the universe where Glenn Howerton is like our big action star. I, I feel like that. Dead. Sounds better. <laughs> I feel like the pandemic wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have. It truly would have. Yeah, none of that. this would have happened. Yeah. Um, 2016, different. Uh, honestly, Glenn Howerton's most iconic role is in The Strangers, where he's on the phone for 95% of the time, and then he walks in a hallway and gets shot in the face. Hell yeah. Iconic, serve, work. He's the fifth person in that movie, or the sixth person, I guess. Great. Love it. Um, why do straight people like this movie? This is, I think, our longest... Um, section in our doc we've ever done uh because people are straight people fucking adore this movie apparently this is what's taking over tower of terror and disney disney that World, makes Disneyland. me literally want to throw myself whenever you move to la you have to go down to anaheim and like chain yourself to it oh yeah absolutely i love the tower of terror you know i love all things spooky like mm-hmm. that's one of our that really drives. hurts uh to know it's gross yeah. i don't want i don't want to be like in a fucking spaceship or whatever, and then I am Groot happens, and then I fall twenty stories for no reason. No, and you know that's exactly what's going to happen too. Yeah, it's it, it's going to be like a Skrillex drop where it's like I am Groot, and this was it's going to be terrible. Oh no, it's going to be like the fucking Uga Chaka song playing while you're falling. Oh stop! And then every time it's going to be like I am Groot, baby. I am Groot. God, and then it's like. I- and a moon age daydream, oh yeah. <laughs> what a hell world we live in. That's like the only song that actually slaps. Uh, what, what about Ooh Cha? I like that song. I do ever, like um the first song. The, not in love. That's great. Mm-hmm. It could have been Not in Love by Crystal Castles. It could have been featuring Robert what? Smith. Okay, if you remake Guardians of the Galaxy, all the music is Crystal Castles too. That means actually, let's let's fuck it up. Let's make it three. Make Crystal Castles three. Imagine In... Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack by Crystal Castles three. Like imagine like kerosene coming on during like a fight sequence. That'd be sick. It'd be sick as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Show you movies. Uh, our official stance is that Crystal Castles three is the best Crystal Castles album. I will. I'm not gonna say that, but I will say <laughs> that people don't stand that album enough. They don't. No. Um, also, I'm this. I will edit this out. But the Crystal Castle song after she left—that's just the Beach House samples. Unfucking real. Oh yeah, no, they're unreal. Yeah, yeah we're not gonna talk, but we shouldn't talk about Crystal Castles anymore because then you know it's gonna get brought up, and it's like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so hard being a Crystal Castles fan. I know. <laughs> Anywho, um, people like shit from the '80s. I know all the music from the '70s, but this is a very '80s movie. It has an '80s vibe. It references '80s movies, and we've talked about this before on the pod. Y'all, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You know why y'all like the '80s so much? Reaganomics. Gay people Reaganomics. were dying. Mm-hmm. You loved Did I ever it. Tell you. Okay. One time, I was at ACL, and I was like incredibly drunk. 
And I was getting I, every year I get Lonesome Dove mac and cheese because it's very good. And I was walking, I was waiting in line, and someone in the booth next to me, waiting in line, had a Reagan Bush shirt. <gasps> and I like screamed at them. I was like, yeah, you know, the fucking the people, gay people love died. wearing that shirt. How many fucking gay people died because of your shirt? And he was like, what? And I was like, your fucking shirt. Took him like five years to say AIDS. And gay people died because of your shirt. And then I got my mac and cheese and left. <laughs> I love that. I love, the thing I is, like, these boys that wear Reagan Bush shirts, I don't even think they understand. Like, I think they're thinking Wolf of Wall Street tees, mm-hmm. but they're not thinking. Well, no, they are thinking about it. They just don't care. They, they don't give care. a shit. They no, they don't, shit. they don't That's know. That's why I always say to people that are like, oh, straight white people don't care about marginalized folks. Or like, not, they say they hate them. I mean, they don't hate us. They just don't they give don't a know. shit. They don't give a shit. We're expendable. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Indifferent. There's like, thank shit. God I'm not gay. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. You know? God. Gross. Um, why do straight people love this movie? Um, we haven't really gotten to talk about Mr. Director yet, James Gunn. Straight James people Gunn. seem to worship him. And it's crazy because like at this point he had done two movies. He done Slither, which Slither's great if you haven't seen it. I haven't. Slither. It's been a very long time. Very fun movie. But very the worst good. movie I've ever seen in my entire life is his second movie. It's Super, which is unwatchable, unforgivable, terrible movie. It's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. It's awful. The wor- like, I I think I wrote a letterbox review on it. Mm-hmm. I gave it one star because I don't give half stars. Um, <laughs> but and you're not like other girls. I'm not like other girls that don't give half stars. Um, but I remembered <laughs> that when I put it on, I was like, oh, I just want to watch like some like you know like everyone has their mindless type of movie they put yeah. on. For me, it's like quirky indie movies. I'm like, oh, I'll watch something with Adam Scott. Put it on. Yeah, you know. And I thought that's. I was like, oh, Rain Wilson. Oh, he's a superhero. It's probably gonna be. Stupid and forgettable. Put it on. It is literally like, and I, you know me, I'm not mm-hmm. like a PC queen, but it is yeah. literally the most offensive piece of garbage yep. I've ever seen in my entire life. I fucking hated every second of it. Mm-hmm. There's a, literally a part in the movie where Elliot Page rapes Rain Wilson, mm-hmm. and it's meant to be funny. Yep. It's horrific. And there's literally like, he like fights crime. It's supposed to be, the premise of the movie is like, he's like a superhero, but it's like the real world. And he like beats up like drug dealers and like and like prostitutes in the film, and it's like super like violent, and mm-hmm. it's like meant to be like funny, I guess. But I was just like, yeah, there's just no irony to it. Like American yeah. Psycho comes to mind. It's like there has to be like an irony to the violence. Like like it's supposed to be like we're in on the joke. Yeah, not it's this. like, oh, he's like a misogynistic piece of shit. That's why this is funny. But in like super, it like legitimately was like, he's just like a guy that's misguided. Yeah. <laughs> like, Awful. dude, what? Absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, like that movie sucks. James I am going through his, he does suck. Because of that movie. Um, it's so upsetting I, because, you know, I didn't realize this. I didn't remember this, but he was apparently a judge on Scream Queens, our favorite reality show. What? Yes. I did not know that. Oh, no. Yeah. It all I comes know. together. It's so upsetting. Really is the worst, but only the f- the first season, the only good season. Uh, there truly, was more seasons of that. There was a second season. Yes. What was the thing for season two? They were gonna get oh a role in Saw 3D. <laughs> what? <Wow>. A- <sighs> anyway, um, yeah, James Gunn is awful. Then he got like, uh, he got like canceled by. I don't even. Want- I do not want to get into it. Look it up. I don't really. I really don't care. But he got like dropped by Disney and then brought back. And then DC brought him back. And then DC brought him back. To and do everyone acted like nothing Squad. happened. And everyone was like, "The Suicide Squad's a good movie," and it's not. <laughs> okay, we know that uh, Rotten Tomatoes is fake and stupid, right? Oh yeah, I never look at it as a re- like for anything. Yeah, but you know what? It fucking has. It has a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Fucking unreal. Yeah, I I truly do think that critics are paid by the major studios to give good reviews to superhero movies so they can have a job. And I was thinking about it today, too, and I was like, I think the reason why, like, actors and directors, like, love Marvel is it's just job security. Yeah. It's just trickle-down economics. It's like, in their minds, they're like, we'll always, like, be – like, they think they're doing a good thing, right? Like, it's all very, like – it's economics, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, if we get paid hundreds of – like, like we get paid millions of dollars and we make movies that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars, we can, like, hire all these set people, all these crew members, all these actors, and we can always have a job. Like, Mm -hmm. basically, people want to sign on to Marvel movies. Like, that's why we see great actors doing it because it's just like – Oh, I'm set for life. Yep. You know? That's why we stand Natalie Portman because she got out. 
Did she get out? She's out. Although I think she's no way. I say that she's actually going to be Lady Thor. Never mind. She's back in. <laughs> oh yeah. No, she's they love it. That's Thor. the things they love it because they're like, especially and I, you know, and this is just a speculation. But notice that like a lot of women, like in their like more middle age, mm-hmm. are signing on to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like your Amy Adams, your Natalie Portman's, your Kate Blanchett's, because I think yep. too, it's like as a female actor, that transition mm-hmm. into like playing mom types is really difficult. Mm-hmm. Like look at Michelle Pfeiffer, like her career, like just like Ugh. went away for 10 years. It was so sad. And then she's um, back in Ant-Man. She's not even one right. of the main characters in Ant-Man. Right. They just like, they all sign up for these movies. Cause they're just like, I need money. I need security. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I think they just see it as a huge enterprise, like a huge corporation that they all work for. Yeah. You know, and there's the thing that there's no more, there's, there's kind of that, I don't want to say theory, but like statement that's like, there are no more stars. There's only properties. Oh, totally. Where it's like, yeah, like, would you say that, like, it's like Shang-Chi. Like, I don't want who's the, what's the name of the guy who's in Shang-Chi? I don't know his name. I don't know. I barely remember Ben that Cumberbatch names. Actually, I can never forget that name. What am I talking about? Yeah, right. <sighs> but yeah, everyone and their mother has been in these movies at this point. Like, it's kind of insane. Um, and they none of them are like. Yeah, it's just so funny. It's like other directors are the only people that are like willing to be critical. And then like Martin Scorsese like criticizes Marvel and then all of film Twitter like just tries to destroy him. And literally everyone's like, they're like, oh, some other old white guy like using the politics of the time Mm -hmm. to like defend Marvel. And it's just like, this is the man that's like single-handedly like helped restore like so many foreign movies and like cares so much about like cinema. And like mm-hmm. has like made his like life like all about keeping movies alive and you're going to shit on him and defend James Gunn. It's, it's just uh, like, it's so misguided. It's kind of funny at this point. Like, especially with like Eternals being bad and everyone's like, oh, y'all just don't like this movie because it's directed by an Asian woman. And it's mm-hmm. just like, y'all like, let her fail. <laughs> like, it's okay. Let her make a bad movie. Like, it's okay. That's progressive politics. Although, look, Dave Bautista, he's leaving the MCU because he hates Ooh, it now. Really? Why? Because he rules. I'm going to read a quote. I really think they missed the ball on tracks. He has such a great backstory. Selfishly as a performer, uh, that would give, that would have given me the opportunity to show a different sides of Drax emotionally and physically as well. Because if you notice Drax, although he looks like a badass, you look at him and he seems terrifying, but Drax gets his ass kicked more than any other Marvel character. The whole destroyer thing, they just threw that out of the window. People just fell in so in love with the comedic side of Drax that they tapped into that. They trapped into it more, and they really dug a hole into that. But we missed a huge boat on that character, and I don't think I'll ever come back around. But I'm really just looking forward to finishing out this whole journey. Nice. At least he King. was honest. I love David Tisov rules. He's awesome. He's great in his 15 seconds in Dune. Love him. Yeah, it's just so unfortunate. Like listening to all these actors that I really respect, like try to like pretend like they think Marvel is like good for the world. And one of the things that really bothered me about Guardians of the Galaxy, and I know like all the all of commie Twitter brings it up all the time about how like it's like such like military propaganda this film. But like mm-hmm. even in Guardians of the Galaxy, like the whole like no, we need to give it to the police. Yep. Like it all becomes very like the police are going to protect us. We need to work with the police. The police are the only ones that can like have the infinity stone. I'm like, mm-hmm. in my mind, as someone that's left leaning, I'm like the last people on the, in the yes. world that need the infinity stone with the fucking police. I'm yes. like, put it back, like go to some remote planet again and yes. leave it there and hide it forever. I mean, mm-hmm. don't give it to Benicio del Toro. Yeah. It's just like, so interesting to me, like how every single one of these movies I've watched, like, the army, the military, the police, whatever mm-hmm. that is in the film are like the heroes. And like yep. typically in all of their blockbuster movies before MCU, mm-hmm. they're looked at as like corrupt, the bad guys, like the people mm-hmm. that you're trying to fight against. Like I just miss the like seventies and eighties blockbusters that I feel like had, were a little bit more wary of like the government and more mm-hmm. wary of like authority and institutions. And there was like a little bit more of like a vigilanteism, even though I guess that's also kind of, I mean, that's Batman. Well, Batman works with the police yeah, and he's a billionaire. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like it just like, rubbed me the wrong way. It just mm-hmm. feels like we're like, yeah, I truly believe that like Marvel like is like funded by the military. Oh, they 100% are. Yeah. Like 100%. One period. Um, <laughs> What else do straight people like about oh, this movie? Sorry, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. We're in a less. section. Like but, going off. Uh, people fucking love friendship, especially if it's like a band of misfits coming together. God, they really do. And I God. feel like 
We like the two. What? They need to all turn on each other like in the craft. Yes. <laughs> like the, it needs to be like we're misfits, but actually we're going to kill you. Yes. Do that. Yeah. Whenever fucking Groot is like hugging everyone and turning into like a big ball or whatever. And he goes, we are Groot. Threw my damn iPad out the bus. <laughs> Threw it out the bus. Was like here, you can have it. I, I, I no longer need this. Yeah, just fuck it's away so from stupid because like I said, the, the friendships aren't really like, I didn't really feel like they like um, worked through them enough or like, it just didn't yeah. feel, it all felt so tacked on to me, the whole thing. Th- that's kind of why I like the Avengers is because it's like at the end of the day, it's like a job right. uh, and like they get in fights. That's the whole thing of Captain America Civil War is that like the Avengers are mad at each other or whatever. Um, also, if you, I don't read that many comics and by that many, I mean, I've read maybe four, um, but I really loved She-Hulk, um, because She-Hulk was a big giant slut who got kicked out of the Avengers mansion because she kept, uh, she kept bringing boys over and they were like, you can't do this. And she was like, okay, I'll just leave then. Hell yeah. And she was like a lawyer. A that stands up for herself. Oh Yeah. She was like a sexy lawyer and she was like, I don't want to not be green. She was like green all the time. Like she could change it. Like she had like a blood transfusion from her cousin who was Eric Bana and she like got the Hulk stuff, but like it can control it. And she's like, honestly, I kind of like to serve that me being green all the time. Like I have some, like I didn't have confidence in myself before, but now I do. Yeah. She's like, everyone's staring at me because I'm a freak now. And now I just yeah. know that's because I'm green. Yeah, that's why. And then she's like a fucking lawyer and she like solves like, not solves, but like helps do like superhero related cases. She-Hulk rules. I love She-Hulk. <laughs> uh, it's Where's the, the She-Hulk movie, people? It, it's there's gonna, it's going to be a uh, Disney Plus show with Tatiana Maslany. Oh, I actually also, love that casting. Man, did you watch WandaVision? Ugh, I did. I liked it up until the last episode. Oh, I didn't like it at all. Oh, really? Again, oh, it's, this whole, it's the whole thing where it's like, I don't, these characters are not fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Like everything just feels it, every, to me, Marvel movies and TV shows feel like Disney channel original movies. But for <laughs> yeah. You know Anytime I mean? like Marvel stuff where they're like, I have PTSD from the attack on New York. And it's like, here, do you? Yeah, they, they say a lot of things, and sometimes there's, like, flashbacks, but it doesn't come through in the characters no. or in the story in a way that makes any sense to me. It all just feels very, like, written in, you know? Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. So, for me, WandaVision, it was just like, okay, so she's depressed because her, like, husband died, and it's, like, literally the whole show. We don't learn anything that new or interesting like by the end of the show, like his, he's like, Oh, everyone's like freaking out because it like revealed something big about like the whole MCU. And I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> that she's like the whatever, something else. What's the thing she becomes? She's the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And it's like, but I thought everyone already knew that. And he goes, well, yeah. yeah. Cause I was like, cause it's in the comics. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, so how is it a surprise? And he goes, I don't know. People just get really excited when they like finally do the things that I guess they do in the comics. And I'm like, yeah, what? That makes no <laughs> sense. I don't get it, Mama. I don't get it. It's the fan service. It's just so insane. Like, I... It's exhausting. But also, look what happened with, like, I didn't see the Star Wars movie that everyone hated, but, like, look what happens when you do go against... Like, I don't know what they did, but I know that it went against Star Wars lore, and everyone, like, fucking threw a pitch fit about it. Well, it's because all the fucking girlies were mad that, like, Ryan Johnson, like, deviated and, like, made a movie instead of made, like another star Wars for the, like, that's just the same thing over and over again. Like he did like its own thing and Laura Dern's in it and it's iconic. Yeah. I've heard from several people that I feel like are a little bit removed from mm-hmm. all of that fandom that, that it's actually a really good standalone. Oh star yeah. Wars people, that's, it's a lot of people's like favorite ones. Like it's incredible. And then they like reversed a lot of it in the last one and people got so fucking mad cause it's terrible. Uh, yeah. I feel like just to get it for the pop girl is a good metaphor. The Last Jedi is reputation. Gotcha. If you know, you fucking know, bitch. You know. And then it's like the, the, was it the Rise of Skywalker or whatever was it called? That's Fearless Taylor's version. Yeah. Okay. Got it. (laughs) Where it's like, oh, it's like the last, like the, another movie, but worse and longer. And yet I still bought it. Um, okay. Straight people fucking love baby group. 
I'm like so over like Street Fighter being like obsessed with like baby like alien things. Yeah, look, you got Baby Groot, you got the Porgs, you got Baby Yoda, and I don't care what his real name is. And then related-ish with Minions, girl. Right. It's like Ewoks were enough. Why did we need anything past Ewoks? And Ewoks are major. I love Ewoks. Yeah, exactly. Ewoks rule. Um, yeah, you don't need any other shit. But fucking. Okay, Chris and Stephanie, love y'all so much. They <laughs> they know that I hate Baby Groot. Like, it's another thing forever. They went to a convention, and they got me, like, a drawing of Baby Groot and put it in a frame and gave it to me. And I was like, perfect. Beautiful. That's hilarious. But, yeah, people, every time he says, I am Groot, people fucking lose their mind. Every Whenever Baby Groot is, like, a tree at the end over the credits, and he's, like, dancing. I know. Are you, are you, are you kidding? They're going insane. Well, I think, again, what's sad about the whole thing is, like, it's the kind of moment that's supposed to, like, make five-year-olds laugh. Yes. And, like, adult, like, I feel like the the last three generations of Americans have such an arrested development. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it's, like, you get Disney adults, you know what I mean? And, like, all these people that, like, can't let go of childhood things. And I yep. feel like the Marvel movies, like, totally play into that. Because, oh, yeah. again, it's just, like, a PG-13 DCOM movie. It's, like, yep. literally a movie that should be for, like, eight-year-olds. But, mm-hmm. like, they say bitch and there's, like, blood. And so now it's for adults. Yeah, whenever Star-Lord says whatever, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm, I'm not your bitch, bitch. Like, that's from Top like, Chef. I don't care, bitch, don't care, bitch. Oh, my God. Whenever he started, like, dancing to distract... Lee Pace, I, I was like, like, I had to look away. I had to look it's away. It's like so cringy. And it's like, again, it undercuts anything that like this villain is supposed to be. Is he supposed to be scary, funny? Like, it's like they, Lee Pace's performance exists in like a different movie. I like don't oh, yeah. know how it fits into the, the Guardians. He belongs in Dune. <laughs> yeah, be he does belong in Dune. Yeah, the whole thing is just, yeah. We you know, he, he belongs in just, Dune. It's just, it's just not good <laughs> in any way. Doing me. Uh, yeah, it's awful. It's terrible. Uh, I want to do something really fun, real quick. I think it'd yeah. be fun. Um, okay. so this movie starts with a dead mom or dying mom who right. then Classic. eventually dies. Uh, this is the Disney movie. Like we said, it's going to take over a Disneyland ride. Um, and so Disney is very famous for their movies featuring dead moms. Right. Um, so I got a I got a big list of dead mom Disney movies, and we're going to say which ones are gay or straight. Okay. Let's go through it. Let's start number one. I think it's an easy one. Bambi. Gay. 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 Yeah. I think that like Thumper and the little Flower. like faggy skunk are like gay icons. Oh, yeah. You, we, you go to Cheer Ups, you go to Outer Lands or Outer Heaven or whatever, you're going to see a Thumper and a Flower. Yeah. A Thumper is like the really like ADHD gay that's like mm-hmm. really excited and probably on cocaine. Mm-hmm. And then like Flower is like the super effeminate like uh bottom that doesn't make any noise while he's being plowed by like five bears exactly smokes 12 clove cigarettes an hour yeah. oh yeah wearing the shortest shorts on the planet mm-hmm. and when he doesn't know anything about any any pop no. culture like you make oh, yeah. references to the most like basic things they're like uh i don't what? know like you're like oh flower. i on the way here i heard it's all coming back to me by celine dion and they're like who's that yeah they're like celine dion isn't she the one sing the titanic song is that her? Um, I just know Indigo D'Souza. Um, <laughs> uh, Jungle Buck. Straight. 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 It's straight. I I don't know why. I think it's straight. It just is. It is. It's uh, uh, Yeah, Blue's hot. And which one's the bear? The bear necessities guy? Yeah, he's hot. I don't know. B- Blue. Blue, yeah. I mean, that's John Goodman. And John Goodman... Uh, yeah, I have a weird crush on him too. I, guess. I love like it. Like Fred Ugh. Flintstone as a kid, Ooh. I was like very confused. Whenever he has that like red plaid and Roseanne, oh, 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 <laughs> uh, Little Mermaid. Oh, gay. Gay. Come on. Yeah, any of the princess ones are gonna be gay. Yeah. Well, I feel like some of them are for the gays, and other ones are for the straight girls. And exactly. We actually Little have an Mermaid, example later on. I'd I say. feel like the Little Mermaid is like more for the gays. Prince Eric is like your classic like hot gay hunk. King like, Titan, shirtless merman. Flounder is gay best friend for sure. To Ariel, Sebastian is your really terrified gay you know person Uncle. that's on close friends. Yeah. 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 Um, no, finding Nemo. Straight. 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 Yeah. I, I do like Finding Nemo. 
Um, Ellen's in it. I think anything with like an annoying blabbermouth sidekick yep. is a straight movie. I feel like yep. that's a very straight stock character. Mm-hmm. That's why Shrek I, is straight too, even if yep. Zoomer, non-binary Zoomers want to claim it. <laughs> Look, uh, Allison Janney shows up too little too late in Nemo to save it. So Yeah, totally. Fox and the Hound. I'm going to go on a limb and say this one's gay. Okay, you're going to say, oh yeah. Because... I feel like Fox and the Hound has all the ingredients to be like a very straight kids movie, mm-hmm. especially with the big like fight at the end between the two. They were friends. Oh, it's so sad. Ugh. But I feel like I feel like I know more gay men that had a weird connection mm-hmm. to the Fox and the Hound than, than straight men. And I think it's because even though it's supposed to be like a race parable, I think mm-hmm. you can also read it as like a gay versus straight parable. I, I just think that like there's something about having a male friend growing up and then you like drift apart and become enemies that we relate mm-hmm. to. Well, also, um, like, I, I loved that, it as a kid. You know? The Disney Fox is a canonically gay archetype because you also have Robin Hood. Right. And Zootopia. Uh, Never seen it. Shakira has a song in it that Alex is obsessed with, and it's very good. It's called Try Everything. Okay, cool. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. She's Straight a character. people try everything. Try everything, baby. But Shakira's in it. Her name is Gazelle. Um, <laughs> the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Gay. <laughs> It's gay because no one likes it. It's gay because no one. The only person that likes it is Julio Torres. Of course, Julio Torres <laughs> likes the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, I remember it, being very disturbed by this one as a child and never really watching it again because it was yeah, like because too. It was like too deep. It's really graphic. He like basically goes to hell. Yeah, it's like, like really sad and like yeah, he basically dark. sacrifices himself for Isabella. Was mm-hmm. that her name? I think and so. And she still ends up with the hot one. It's just very yeah. depressing. It's Don't very, like it. it's very queer. It's very queer. Yeah. Uh, frozen straight. So well, it's yeah, it, like, it's really annoying that lesbians are really trying to claim this one, but I think it's straight too. I think okay, the movie here's okay. Here's a movie. The the movie is lesbian text. I will give them that. The movie's lesbian, sure. However, it is such a movie that is identified with having children. That it's, that it's straight. But lesbians are very into having children. Yes, too. they are. So that's just, it's just a Christ crossover kind of. It vibe. really is. It's honestly, fill in the blank yourself with Frozen. Whatever you yeah, think it is, it's what I'm it is. I'm confused still by that one. And then I think Beauty and the Beast. Is straight. Straight. Even though I love it, and I think it's still one of my favorite Disney musical films, because mm-hmm. I think the music is so great in it. Um, I think the story is straight. I mean, mm-hmm. literally the original folk tale is about like capturing a woman and then fo- basically she has Stockholm syndrome and like is forced mm-hmm. to fall in love with this like a narcissistic beastly dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can fix him. But I can fix him. That's very straight girl shit. <laughs> it's like a very straight girl thing to do. Yeah. Like, oh, like he tried to kill my dad and like kidnapped me. But like also like deep down he's a good person and I'm the one that's going to be able to change that. I'm not like other girls. Looking at you, every girl I've ever met. Sorry, it's true. Yep. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, that was. Uh, oh, and then this movie, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy, straight, straightest movie of all time. Um, is there anything gay about this movie? The presence of Glenn Close. The presence, Glenn Close. That's. The she tweet. doesn't really do anything that no. gay in the movie, and but she's there, so it's, it's Glenn gay. Close. Yeah. Um, and Benicio del Toro could have been gay, but then he has like this like slave that's a girl, so like yeah. kind of destroys the fantasy for me. All of the slave, whenever she makes herself explode, work. Yeah, well, and that was the me, point of the movie. I wanted to do that as an extension of uh, Glenn Close. The the whole city, planet, city. We mm-hmm. only saw a city. The whole yep. city of Xandar looks just like the Saint Vincent Digital Witness video. <laughs> It really it's very does. new way, very angular, and it's kind of giving Jetsons energy. Mm-hmm. It's very gay. Like, everyone's, like, dressed like it's, like, the 60s. It's very Logan's it's, Run. Yeah, it's very, but they're all, like, wearing, like, monochrome, like, outfits. And Love it's, it. Yeah. It's Love very it. Digital Witness. So I think Incredibly. that was kind of gay. Yes. But it's always a rich city, rich city and dystopian sci-fi movies are always gay. They, mm-hmm. I love that, like, Hollywood execs who are some of the richest people on the planet when they write movies or direct movies about rich people instead of making them look like what they are, which is like boring white straight people, <laughs> they make it, everyone look flamboyant and gay, like in the Hunger it's never that. and shit. And I'm just like, um, we're marginalized. Excuse me. Yeah, we would never live here. Yeah, ew. You gross. Ew. So I want to live in District y'all. Twelve. Fuck you, um, Hollywood execs. Fuck you, Kevin Feige. Go Feige yourself. Go Feige yourself. 
<laughs> um, and that's pretty much the only gay shit in this movie. It's real. That was not. It's all like Glenn Close related. It's all it's in the orbit of Glenn simulta- Close. This movie is simultaneously by far the straightest movie we've watched, and also the worst movie we've watched yes. by a large margin. Large. We've watched The Room. Yeah. Oh, The Room at least is like art accidentally. Yeah, and it was like fun. This is just. It's a slog. It isn't. And you know what it reminds me of is just a really bad improv show. Just oh my terrible. god. Yeah, like terrible. a high school improv show. High school improv show. It's just all none of the jokes land. None of the shit works. It's just it's unforgivable. I the second one god, is I stand by. I think Marvel fans pretend to like these movies just because they are such a boner for the comics. Well, it's just like watch other movies. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's like it reminds me of the Harry Potter movies, you know, like growing up you know, not to like to my own horn, horn here, but I remember being very critical, even at a young age of the Harry Potter movies, like being like, these are not well-made movies. Right. Like, like I loved the book so much, but like the Harry Potter fans were like, so like obsessed with them and were like, they're amazing. And I'm like, y'all like none of these kids can act. Let's be honest. Mm-mm. Like, like Quaron is the only one who's able to make something out of those movies. And that is like still, yeah, that's by far the best movie. And what's funny is that people dislike that one because he cut too much out of the book. Yeah. But I'm like, but he did what you're supposed to do when you make a movie, which is like make a concise movie. Yeah. That like makes sense. And what sucks too, is he like introduced like them wearing like normal clothes at school and all these other like aesthetic things that were like so much better and worked Mm -hmm. way better. And then they got rid of them for the next movie. Like it's like his, sticks out so much. Because it's the yes. only one with a real point of view. And then the rest yes. of the movies are just like, blah. They're boring. And I, yeah, I actively don't think they're good movies. But at the time, and still now, people are like, the Harry Potter movies are great. Gross. It's just it's, like, it's just because people are just so obsessed with it. You know? They're not able to be critical. And like, that to me is like, weird. Like, I don't it get it. Weird. Like, I've never liked something just because I like the artist or the thing it comes from or like whatever, like I'm critical of everything and I, sorry, should, that's how everyone should be. Everyone should be that. It's, and it's also like, it's, I feel like it's kind of like the gayest version of this kind of thing is like drag race. Right. And it's just like, mama drag race hasn't been good since season six. Oh yeah. It's prime is long over long over. And, but the thing is, I also watch them, but I'll be critical. Yeah, of them. I still watch them because it's like mindless entertainment. Yeah, because you're because so, it's part of the monoculture, and I but guess that's imagine what getting so worked up about these queens that you like bully them on Twitter. It's like who I cares know. about these people? Who fucking gives a sh- also just like grow up? Yeah, g- <laughs> Twitter Twitter has been too much for me recently. Like, I know, I agree. I'm like thinking about getting off of it. It's like I really might. annoying me. It's um, every- everyone's just like so like angry all the For time no reason like, guys like go ugh, watch a movie just watch some fucking movies and just watch a different movie. Well, go benedetta comes out in like three weeks go see benedetta go see benedetta that's like just watch huckabees we haven't talked about huckabees in so long yeah go I watch to, i heard you know friend of the pod harrison watched i heard huckabees and i think he was afraid to give his opinion to me about it <laughs> i will scream i think he was Friday. like it was fine that's insane we need to clean. We need to cleanse this episode. Do some like sage rushing and just yeah. I agree. I feel I hot. Huckabees. Yeah. Do you feel? Fl- I feel a little. I feel. I, feel I do have a crock pot about three feet away from me, so it might be the crock pot. Right. But also, I'm hot from this episode. And for me, and it's from all the talkies I ate earlier. <laughs> I just need to think about that scene in I Heart Huckabees, where Naomi Watts has the bonnet. And is pulling on Isla Fisher's face. And then whenever she goes to the guy and goes, fuck a bees. Fuck a bees is like literally one of the greatest lines in a movie ever. <laughs> it's... And she's like, look at me. I'm so pretty. I'm so pretty. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Shania Twain. Oh, yeah. Hates tuna salad. Hates ch- what is it? Chicken salad? Chicken salad. She hates it. Can't eat it. Hates the mayo. Yeah. God! Yeah, Huckabees is a fucking good. Please. Do our gay wreck, speaking of Huckabees? Speaking of Huckabees, yes. Um, I went through a couple different things before I landed on the actual correct answer. I, the first I put fuck it, Xanadu. Um, although it doesn't really have much to do with it. I think I just read Xandar on the, on, the, on the docket and was like, Xanadu. Xanadu's fun, but nothing to do with that. Then I then put Thor Ragnarok, 
because last week we said all Kate Blanchett movies are gay and she's a villain in it, but it's like that still feels like cheating. Like I yeah, we're not. We can't put an MCU movie. We can't put an MCU movie. Not fun. So, but then I remembered a movie that I only mean Alex on theaters. D- no one likes it except for me, and that of course is <laughs> the 2017 adaptation of Power Rangers. It's so, great. I don't even remember this happening. It's... It did come out. It flopped. So that's number one. It flopped. It's gay. Um, gotcha. it, they had a whole series planned for it. They canceled it. Right. It flopped so hard. I mean, I love the, the original one from the 90s. Love the original. Such a great also, movie. Love it. It's fantastic. Ivan Ooze is, oh, bitch. That, it, that's Ivan Ooze right is there. one of our great villains. And oh, he's, he's very fantastic. gay. I mean, he wants to, he wants to like, what is it? He makes the parents all, yeah, he like hypnotizes the parents with his like ooze Toy. News commercials, right? Yeah, and then the kids are just like triipsing around, like just eating candy and doing whatever the fuck they want, <laughs> while the parents are like working at his like little factory. It's oh, awesome. it's fantastic! Let's see. Yeah, he's he's incredible. I love him so much. Ivan News is iconic, but the villain in this is Rita Repulsa, one of our finest faggot villains, and is played by Elizabeth Banks. Yes, love. I like her. everything you're saying. It's incredible, and she is serving in that movie absolutely serving full flamboyance psychosis it's incredible uh brian cranston is zordon or whatever bill Hader is the uh, alpha five becky g is in it <laughs> do you think the movie like keeps with the spirit like of like do you think the reason why it flopped is because we're so deep in like mcu like everything has to be like serious like movies like like in power rangers is like so campy like it's like yeah, so it is. It does try to be kind of more serious, more like we're a group of misfits coming together. But then you have Elizabeth Banks. It truly is like she like shits in the pot. Like she's so over the top in it. She like so understood camp. the assignment. She a hundred percent understood. She the assignment. grew up watching, yeah, Power Rangers and understood. What yeah, if somebody made like I'm trying to think of who would be a good version to like, person to do like a Power Rangers movie, like. Oh God! Who would do a good Power Rangers movie? Someone does it campy and colorful. James Wan. Ja- oh! Chills. <laughs> <laughs> Literal. Fuck it. James Wan did it. And could you imagine Rita Repulsa coming out and then she like <coughs> turns backwards? Uh, yes. Yes. But yeah, Power Rangers 2017. Get really high. Watch it on a Sunday afternoon. It's fun. It's okay. also I think it's really I think short. I might, do that. I might take you up on that. I'm yeah, that. have a good time. Yeah. It's a yeah. Uh, do you got anything? No. <laughs> you know I hate this kind of thing. It's awful. It really is awful. I like literally like I'm drawing a blank. It's terrible. Um, uh, let me try to. What was I looking up? Oh, Power Rangers movie. Oh no, it's two hours. Sucker long. Punch. It's... I don't know. Oh god. You said that that movie's not gay because you don't like it. So it, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> the inverse is true though. It, it, it's not. It, wait, it's not gay because I like it, and it's also not gay because I don't like it. Right. Look, anyone who does that to Army of Me is an enemy of me. I loved it. <laughs> so. What's the other songs in the movie? What do they fucking do to that awful movie? Girl, I watched it on like Tinkshirt when I was 20. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, I'm pulling up the soundtrack real quick because I want to get mad again. Um, wait, there was a, a, release the, a release the Snyder Cut version of it? Oh, God. Ooh, I'm going to watch that. Uh, okay, the soundtrack of Sucker Punch. Uh, I remember Where Is My Mind is in it. Terrible. Absolutely awful. Okay. So, oh, yeah, there's like a sexy version of Sweet Dreams I made of this. Hell, yeah. A sexy version of You're White Rabbit. saying things. It's making me go, yeah, this movie rules. A sexy version of I Want It All slash We Will Rock You by Queen. A sexy bad. version of Search and Destroy by the Stooges. A sexy version of Tomorrow Never Knows by the Beatles. That's pretty sick. The sexy version of Where's My Mind, as aforementioned. Okay, this one's actually kind of major. A sexy version of Asleep by the Smiths, which, like, okay, that's a surf. And then finally, a sexy, sexy, sexy version of Love is the Drug, which we already had the sexy version of that. By Kesha. And Grace Jones. No. <laughs> Get away from me. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Watch Power Rangers. 
Uh, is there anything else we got about this movie? No, this is a long I'm, episode. I'm, I'm gonna, done. I'm sweaty. Yeah. I need yeah, to take a I wanna, shit. Yeah, go have fun with that. Um, this movie sucks. Don't watch it. Um, my name is Dylan Garcia. You can find me on Twitter, Dylan Garcia, on Instagram at Garcia, and on Letterbox at Garcia. And I'm Kirk Van Sickle, and you can find me on Twitter, Letterbox, and Instagram at K-R-K-V-N-S-C-K-L-E. Sweet. Well, All right. We bid that was fun. Yeah, All right. No, we bid that's you it, right? No more Marvel movies, right? We're done? Uh, Probably for a yeah. while. We won't do one for a minute. Yeah, no. It'll be a while. Yeah, no. We, we have not done Please any DC. No, never mind. We have nope. done a DC we did. movie. Yep, we're done. We're good. <laughs> we did it. We, we did it. Nolan Yay! movie. No on. Christopher Nolan's. All right. <laughs> We will see you later. Bye. Bye. And out came talk. Talk. Talk.